and welcome to the Shout Out Podcast. My name is Dan and alongside me, as per usual, my co-host, Dan. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you, mate? Very well. Well, I was a bit late today. Yeah. I apologise for that, you know. You told uh, 6 o'clock and then at 5 to 6 you said I'll be there at 7. <laughs> yeah, leave the house at 6, get home at 6, you know what it's like. This is I, the first time we're recording on a Friday night though. I don't mind it. Good yeah. vibes. Mm. Very good vibes. You just had two weeks off, didn't you? Still got two weeks off. Another two? No, like, I'm currently in the two weeks. Oh, okay, okay. Well played. Uh, we got a guest on today. Big one. Oh, actually, first things first, apologies to the shout out listeners for the the hiatus that we've had we, we I've said been on we, holidays we said we'd do two uh, every two weeks and then we were ready to record and Dumac goes oh well, I'm actually in the Barossa so we're not trip. quite we don't quite at that level yet if of, you're uh, going technology. up there um, I'd go to Seppersfield yep shout um, out shout out um, Tom Foolery shout out and Yulumba shout out is that how you pronounce it send us wine all three of those wineries <laughs> we already have a wine sponsor we do, we do, so we do. On, Shout out to Kerner. Which is better than all those three. Yes, but send us some more wine, John, because we're fresh out. Uh, hi, we got a, a guest in today, one we're trying to get on for a while. Friend of uh, Room on Fire Vintage, actually, so uh, very good connection. Co-host of um, City Beats. Co-owner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, player of basketball in the, the, the Sweaty Virgins and the role players now, I believe. Uh, the three-point specialist, Sam Hello Moto. Hello Moto. How are you, mate? Very well, thank you, Hoops. Have um, a beer. It's great to be here. I'm having a beer currently. Oh, I'll go get you a freshie. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. Thanks, mate. Enjoy. Sounds better with a can. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Never done. We've, we've moved up in the world, haven't we? Absolute pleasure to be here, boys. And the fact that you're both uh, completely naked right now is um, in no way unsettling, and um, I'm keen to press on. Well, it is Halloween, so we thought we'd dress up. <laughs> dress down. Um, what is this uh, basketball team? As the role players, um, spelt R O L L P L A Y A. Triple Z, I think it is. I think there's about six Z's, yeah. Um, so it's a bit of a play on words, pretty clever. Um, with uh, my younger cousin, Luke Turner, uh, shout-outs to Luke Turner um, and and some of his cronies. So Gilbo's um, inserted himself in the team quite early. And Have so you guys I, had any games? Well, me and Gilbo don't play the ones post 10pm. <laughs> or 9pm. <laughs> yeah. So we, we combined for one game and Gilbo made himself... Um, Team captain, yeah. Um, without having met probably half the team, <laughs> yeah, still getting their names. That was pretty well received. And um, our first game was a bit of a thriller. After forty minutes of basketball, the score was twenty-four to fourteen. <laughs> you and, guys twenty-four? We'd like to have been twenty-four, but the, the structures sort of didn't really hold up. Basketball's we? hard. It is really hard. I well, played, it's, it's hard when we all try to just shoot threes and we're not good. Three and yeah. D. Yeah. I played um, social ball with Wilkie once, and I had one shot the whole forty minutes of playing, and it missed. Went in? No. Nah. Yeah. Were you sort of apprehensive to take the shot or they just weren't passing to you? Um, no, nah, I'd sort of be around the key and I'm like, there's no way this is going to go in if I try and pull up. Like, It's a lot mm. different to doing it in the backyard. Yeah, it definitely is. Sam Wilson's um, shout-outs. I'm on a bit of a roll here with the shout-outs early. <laughs> yeah, so how many do you have to have? Um, it, it's unlimited. I've got a quarter. No, it's as many as you want. Brad Hollis went to town on them at one stage, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. so did uh, Rooms, I reckon. Yeah, unlimited shout-outs, mate. Go for okay, it. Okay, cool, cool. Who else? Um, no, that's probably it. <laughs> Speaking of Rubes, he did want me to ask you that we've done the tally and it's probably you and Nick Dinham as to who's had the most shout-outs on the podcast. But Rubes was interested to know in your thoughts why you think you get so many shout-outs. Um, I don't know. Um, 
that's a pretty hard question to answer, but I guess um, probably dominate um, the heads of most of your guests, um, living <laughs> rent-free inside a few, especially Ruben and, and B. Hollis. So probably hard to avoid it at some at some stages. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we ask the fans why why I'm getting so many shows. I think yeah. Moats is just like a, a consistent performer all round. Yeah. Like if, if you're somewhere, yeah, more of that. there's a high chance that Moat is there. Um, mind you, grand final weekend um, <laughs> of Rocks wasn't wasn't yeah. your best. Went, went cold after <laughs> half time. You did organise the event. Um, yeah, couldn't get a ticket. Blood, blood, sweat, and tears went into that event. Um, yeah. Didn't quite make it past half time of the game. Um, we weren't playing that well. Just disgusted with the, the second quarter performance? Or? Threw the scarf in the bin on the way out. Yeah. Sort of, yeah, just got an Uber home. And, um, <laughs> Who were you sitting next to at the game? I was standing pretty much alone for the whole second quarter. <laughs> um, had a few people, friendly faces, come and say hello, and I wasn't really giving much back. Um, I had a considerable night the night before. Um, and Planning so, the event, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Up, up late planning the event. Trying to work out how we get 300 people into the, the Celebrating building. planning the event. COVID. Yeah. Yeah, it was the yeah it was the kick-ons post um, organising the event that really got to me. Just for those who don't know, um, Moats is on the committee for Ross Trevor Old Collegians Football Club and did a, did a great job in uh, organising the after party of the uh, losing grand final that we had, but unfortunately didn't make it to the event. Mm, it was half time. Shout out. Do you want a beer, mate? Yeah, I might have one actually. Yeah, I'll open it for you. Gilbo's using his bare hands right now with a <laughs> with a non-twist top as well. Um, so what do you think of the lair? Uh, love the lair. Um, have been here once before. I feel like that's a fairly loaded question from you, DMAC. Last time I was here, um, I actually can't remember being here. So it was a completely new experience, sort of 50 first date style um, arrangement I had with the lair. What night was that? Was that the night before the grand final this year? That was the, the year before. <laughs> uh, the grand final the year before. So AFL. We, oh, you, we took the bus from here. Yeah. Yeah. So... Gotcha. No, it's good. Loving the architecture. 2.7 high ceilings, stone bench tops, Bosch appliances. So it's, it's ticking a few boxes for me. So how do you know that? Is that something to do with your career? Um, yeah, yeah, a little bit. I what do you do? Um, I basically sell townhouses slightly higher spec than this, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I do recognise some quality when I see it. So If you were to, if you were to sell... Oh, no, I won't go into that. Um, Give me a price rate of this shit. I, I don't like talking about hypotheticals, so yeah. we'll probably just leave that. I've been um, with, my, with my two weeks off, which I've done a lot of shit and not much, but I've been trying to do the quarter round of my house after the floors have been done by Glimpse Oz. Great, great company. Are you saying that company. Glimpse Oz didn't finish off the work? No, right? no, but I'm just having a look at your quarter round and I'm just trying to you know, work it out, see how it works, compare it to mine. I see you got that little silver trim over there. This is enthralling for an audio uh, medium, <laughs> this one. It's nice. You've got to see this, guys. But you've gone for the white with timber quad with timber floor, where I've gone for the white with white quad with timber floor. I had nothing to do with this. I walked in here and... <laughs> what do you reckon, Moats? I actually like the timber look. I think um, the white with the timber will match well with some indoor plants. Some greenery next to that will just be Have stunning. a look over the piece, Lily, my friend. Maybe we'll get a um, side-by-side shot of the two... Floors and put out on the podcast. Yeah, the crowd, will love, the crowd will love that. That'll be like barbecue shapes versus pizza shapes. The crowd love that. Yeah. What do you think of the temperature of the room? Temperature's perfect. I actually brought a big jacket with me and I don't have to wear it at the moment. So, um, yeah, right on the precipice of... Um, if you're not happy, we, we have air conditioning. Do you? Do you prefer putting it up to like something real high early, like 28, and just hope that the air, air con gets there real hot? Too right. I'm freezing. Let's whack it up to 29. 29 degrees? Are you insane? I don't actually want it to be 29 but you've got to give it something to aim for. It'll get hotter quicker. No, it won't. It's either on or off. 
I'm across that theory, um, but no, I'm, I'm more of a set it to 24 and, and let it do its job. Its job is to get to that temperature and sort of maintain that. So We don't do that here. No, we, uh, I think, yeah, we, we go like just before bed, we'll put it on 17 full blast for like to cool 20 down, minutes. To cool it heat it up. Or, like this is like if it's hot, yeah. freeze it down yeah. and then just go to bed then. Yeah, I don't mind that. Yeah. But if are it's you, in winter you the, and you You're wanna... the sort of landlord that would definitely turn it off before you... Hit the heart. You're not leaving it on. All well, night. we we did for um, six months in the summer. Go to absolute town on the air conditioning, and we got this bill, which was uh, yeah, it was a cracker. But you wake up in the middle of the night, absolutely freezing cold. Yep, don't mind that. I actually sleep with my head out the window <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> don't even know what that means. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Good. I sleep with both the fan and air conditioner on, and our electricity bill is quite expensive, and our Air conditioners from 1991 and sounds like there's a truck reversing. 29 years old. It's good. Good year, 1991. Shout out to D-Max Air Conditioner. Um, all right, let's do a commercial just there. <laughs> hey, Hoops. Loving your lawn. What is it? Um, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. I think it's... Kaikuya? Oh, Kaikuya. You sure, mate? Looks a bit more like Buffalo. Nah, mate. None of that Buffalo shit. You only get the best when you go to O'Malley Outdoor Creations. Yeah, fair enough, mate. I'll be sure to check them out. What are they called again? See ya, mate. So, uh, Dickie, aka Motto. Hello, Motto. What are your thoughts on the, uh, the Superloop being cancelled? Love Big me news. fast cars, mate. Absolutely love me fast cars. This and is breaking news. It yeah. Is, it is shocking that we're not going to be subjected to that this year. Um, mm. I actually have grown up within earshot of, of the Clipsal track, and it does soothe you to bed, um, <laughs> the sound of a, a high-octane V8 engine mm. um, just whirring around uh, the parklands. Are so you holding or forward? Hold, mate. That's yeah. not even a question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, who's your favourite uh, driver? Uh, it's got to be Scafie. Yeah. Um, Back, or back in the day, but current. Uh, um, Too many to pick d- from. <laughs> Name one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, it's become less about the racing, mate. It's, it's more v- about Van Gisberg. <laughs> Shane Van Gisberg. Um, well, yeah. I sort of lost interest when it stopped being Holden versus Ford. I'm not really keen to see a Volvo um, or a Nissan. I don't even know if they race. but They're not in it anymore, but Holden's aren't in it next year either. I think Pedal Prix are also competing next year. <laughs> Mr. Hazelbrook. Shout out to Joe Tarker on the Pedal Prix. <laughs> the Tarkers loved a bit of Pedal Prix, didn't they? Yeah. Big Maxi. But it's it's huge for our um, you know, our tourism. It's one of the biggest draw cards for Bogans and tourism, you know. <laughs> they got the concert. We went and saw Red Hot Two Peppers. And uh, Robbie Williams the year before. And this year they had someone big. They, they went, mainly went Australian Hilltop bands. Woods, yeah. yeah. I saw the COVID. Chili Peppers a couple of years ago. There's yeah. about 100,000 people there. Did you just say that? Sorry, I wasn't listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was quite a good night. Um, mm. had, had you slept the night before? I had actually, <laughs> I had, actually had a reasonable size night the night before, so I do remember being a little bit dusty. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I my brother's That was brother's yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't invited, but... Nor would you be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hates you. <laughs> Shout out to Scooter. Congrats on the new house. Oh, no shit. I don't think that's been announced yet. Um, yeah, well, there you go. Exclu- another exclusive. Did you sell in the house? No, I didn't. No, I specialise in, like I said before, high-end high townhouses. <laughs> <laughs> right, so it wouldn't be in Hectorville then, I assume. No, no. no. 
So oh. with um, the Superloop gone, what do you reckon we can do with Vic Park? Oh, I was keen back in the day when they were going to build a, there was a sort of half plan to bypass Adelaide Oval and just build a stadium there. Ah. Um, I don't know how viable it is. It's obviously going to cost a fair bit of money, but I think it's a good spot. Maybe the Crows could play their home games there. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know. Gilbo, what do you reckon? What about maybe like a soccer stadium uh, instead of uh, yeah. Highmarsh Stadium? We bring it into the city. What's, I reckon. What's wrong with Highmarsh? Just a bit out of the way. <laughs> I work in the city. <laughs> you can catch a tram down there for free, mate. Oh, yeah. Get on a tram right on, mate. <laughs> we never get anything more than 10,000 to a soccer game anyway, so Highmarsh is fine. I reckon bring, what about back, the races? bring back horse racing. Get yeah. City Beats running around. Oh, City Beats. The beats. Run, running forwards, hopefully. He might yeah. not make it that far, I don't think, by the time they build it. But, um, yes, yeah, so to the uh, Steve Marshall and those. Yeah, it. he'll be listening. Let's see it happen. I, um, I walked past... Uh, a cafe the other day and saw um, uh, Stefan Canole and uh, Rob Lucas having a coffee. I reckon that's what they were talking about. You reckon that was pretty serious? Um, yeah. Bit of a bring segue back to our original topic of social basketball. I actually played against Rob Lucas one night. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. In, uh, Who's Rob Lucas? In the... Treasure, oh, the treasurer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the treasurer. Um, His at, famous last words were, um, become a hero or live yourself to become a villain. Yeah. That's Batman. <laughs> And you've still butchered it. <laughs> I'll bring that back. I don't even know if that actually made oh. any sense. I think he said, um, um, came out clean the other side. <laughs> what? Oh, no, that was, um, that was Shawshank Redemption. Never mind. Um, all right. Well, speaking of uh, social sport, shout out to Spondoli FC. Ah, fuck him. <laughs> didn't, didn't ask me to play. Hey, we asked you to play this week. Oh, it's too late. <laughs> Well, this social sport's on too late. Yeah, I know. What was it? 8.45 kickoff, but no. we've got... Um, that's, that's too late. Is that outside or is that inside? 8.45 outside. That's the latest game with the yeah. graveyard so, shift this week. Sort of like those um, 2020 cricket games where yeah, you of, can't by, see. by the end of the game, you can't really see anything. So um, I think that social sport needs to be between uh, six and eight. And, or, no, it's and too the, late. And the pitch we play on on West Terrace is like really... Uh, Homeless. <laughs> and there's like the turfs up and down like you is can't that, see the ball near Adelaide Uni where the stabbing was in the car park yeah gee whiz you wouldn't want to be near there well we're um, we're one win and two losses but a shout out to the boys at um, Spondoli FC get on the Instagram page the Instagram handle Spondoli underscore FC who's controlling that uh, not sure yeah it's yeah. you what's, what's, <laughs> what sort of role are you playing in the team are you sort of uh, like a, a high internally rated high half forward with a great work rate I see or? you as a bit of a half back flanker yeah um who would you compare me to? Like John Terry? Messi? Yeah, okay. Without, so, the, so, so without the off-field problems? You're an absolute cunt. <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, I, I did have a good chance of scoring in the second so, game. Are we, are we dropping C-bombs Oh, big time. <laughs> we put the explicit thing on there just in case we drop a couple. I think that's the first C-bomb. I think, C -bomb that's, I think that's the first C-bomb. Well though. done. Cheers. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so, shout out to all the parents that listen. <laughs> shout out to Spondoli. Yep. Oh, fuck him. Hey, Waterfall. I am blind. Oh, really? What, have you been drinking? No, mate. Not drinking blind. Vision blind. What do you mean? You can't see? Nah, I'm in love with these blinds. Just had them installed by Glimsol's Home Improvements. Ah, blinds. That makes sense. What's so good about them? Quality, price, just everything. And the guys down at Glimsol's are really professional. Oh, thanks for the tip, mate. I'll have to check them out. See you, mate. <laughs> I've just got a, one of our 
Favourite uh, guests, Ruben Lane. He's got a couple more questions uh, for our guest, the Chrome Motor. He wanted me to ask why you go for the Kangas. I don't know if there's any funny story behind this, or is it? Really- no, it's not really a funny story. I just had a an uncle that sort of bribed me into it. He didn't didn't have any kids of his own, and used to just send me down. He lived in Darwin. He'd send me down a a Guernsey or a bit of gear every now and then. So it sort of tricked me into it. Lucky, uh, luckily for you. And yeah. for me. Well, but. at the time, I was probably five years old, Wayne Carey, peak of his powers. Um, it sort of made sense. And then they really fell off a cliff after that. And it's been 20 years of sort of hell after that. So. What do you reckon? We don't have a coach at the moment. Um, it's safe to say the wheels are off. Um, I don't think the wheels are as off as they say. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a glass half full type stuff. But I was happy with the 11 delistings. I was happy with all of them. So. Who, have you, who have you lost? You haven't lost any like young, good players. Sean you've you've, lost, gone, you've but... lost blokes who are at the end of their career or blokes that got delisted. I'm actually glass half full. If you get a, if you get like a Ross sort line come through. Aiden Core from Golden, Golden State, GWS signed today. Yeah, you're paying him a fucking shit ton. Is, he, is he any good? don't know, but he finished ninth in the best and fairest this year. Oh, that's all right. What about you? You guys, Carlton signed some guy for like 900000 today. Yeah, we spoke about that earlier. It's a front loader, mate. Don't worry about it. Um, D-Mac's still really not getting around the front loading. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't quite understand the salary. I'm more game. of a top loader sort of person. <laughs> Is that dancing in the moonlight? <laughs> um, Ruse wants to ask, did you enjoy going to school at the same school your mum worked at? Um, that's a great question, Ruth. That is a good question. Shout-outs to you. Because so, you went to Ross Trevor along yeah. with uh, Hoops and myself because he was the class of 2009, big dog on the class of 2010, big dog, and you were one of the little feeders in 2011. Yeah, one, and we got the three big dogs from each year. One, yeah. one of the bottom feeders of the 2011 class. <laughs> so I actually was enrolled there before um, my mum, shout-outs to mum, got the job. Um, she got that shortly after, um, probably a package deal. Um, Ross, Ross Trevor sent a second round draft pick back to St. Martin's <laughs> <laughs> Who, who won that trade during your mum? Well, time will tell. Um, time will tell. <laughs> I, think, I think time is gone. Now we can, we can reflect on it. It's nine who years do, ago. Who do we think won? Uh, I think Ross Trevor won. Two yeah. 10 year players. That's um, similar to Chris Judd deal, I reckon. Josh yeah. Kennedy. Yeah. And what then, what uh, went back the other way? Doesn't uh, matter. Keep going. <laughs> Mr. Hazelbrook. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, w- really only crossed paths once. I had her for a relief um, once when I was in PC in about year nine, which is probably year nine is probably the worst time in a young person's life to have their their parents mm. as a teacher. Yeah, so, hormones are running quite crazy. Yeah, just sort of a hotbed of hormones and anxiety and, and that sort of stuff. So, yeah. th- that wasn't very fun, but um, otherwise, she kept out of the way and trying she, to work out where you felt. She actually um, explored her free agency options and joined Seymour at the end of my year nine year, so she was out. out of the way by then. So. Really? I would have thought she had something to do with the um, the Indian pilgrimage long long after that. Did you go on Indian, Indian pilgrimage? I did, yeah. Went in uh, 2010. That's uh, a bit dodgy, I reckon. Any yeah. good stories from that experience? Uh, not not really. Okay. No. <laughs> nothing at all? No, it was a, it was a good time, but okay. probably, probably nothing that uh, your listenership probably wants to hear. Uh, last question from just doing it for charity, really? Actually, just helping out yeah, kids. It's, it's not really, not really about me. So I don't really yeah. have a big note myself. As, well, I think know, there's, there's a lot of um, Mother Teresa or anything like that. A lot so. of listeners out there that would appreciate the work that you did for the um, philanthropy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sort of bound by my ethics to not tell you about it, but just no, it was pretty impressive. For all the females out there, I think that they'll be appreciating that you not only work hard um, for high end. Uh, Townhouses, but you also do your charity work. Yeah, so. It's a little bit paradoxical, isn't it? But yeah, um, shout out, you know, to chicks. Yeah, you are you are a tradie as well as uh, you were doing some bricklaying earlier for um, 
Our good friend uh, Bridgie. Let, let's let's call it bricklaying. Um, <laughs> I reckon I did probably all up probably eight or nine days worth of work for Bridgie um, over a probably six week period. And um, <laughs> you were there for six weeks. <laughs> if, if, if you've heard me talk about it, it's sort of like I did half an apprenticeship through there. Um, I really, really like to get that part of my life out there and advertised and, and around the place because um, a lot of my mates haven't spent a day on a work site mm-hmm. and it's sort of just something I can hold over them as a, as and, a man. But and, I really didn't do a whole lot. You guys don't know what it's like out there. Yeah, yeah. If you're selling these built houses, you can be like, oh, there's the, uh, you know, the, the cross check of the, the levelling out of the gasket. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Ubulus, it's, it's boring, but it's part of my life. The last yeah. question I had from uh, Rubes was, do you think you'll ever be as big as Mass, Josh Massey? No, I don't. So uh, I think Matthew McConaughey said you need... Uh, someone to look up to something to look forward to and someone to chase and Massey sort of encapsulates all three of those for me um, what about Ray Massey Ray Massey's in his own airspace really yes um, there's a few stories that I could tell about Ray but probably uh, not for this this time slot probably just catch up with me Ray has become a fan favourite jo- Josh was telling me the other day that he was just lining up for Super California one of those clubs and um <laughs> He just like gets his hand on the back of his back and he's like, Oi! And he's like, who the fuck's this? Turns around, he's his dad. <laughs> he goes to the bouncer, he's like, do not let him in. He's <laughs> like, Josh, Josh. He's a, he actually denied him to the bouncer. So the bouncer said, oh, I'll let him in. Do you know this guy? And he's gone, nah, never seen him in my life. And then the next day, he's uh, Mass is on a wine tour and he runs into the security guard. He goes, oh, you were at Loverboy last night. He goes, who was that guy that was chasing you down? He goes, oh, that was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's here. the <laughs> <laughs> Loverboy, a fine establishment. Absolutely. Shout, Shout out. out to Loverboy. Shout need out to get him. back there. Speaking of Massey, um, he said that he wanted to ask me, wanted me to ask you about your um, first job. My first job was uh, working as a glassy at the Bath Hotel. No, before that? After that, maybe I worked at Beyond India yeah. Restaurant as a delivery driver. <laughs> um, I was... The only well, there was two of us that were non-Indians working there. The other guy was Pakistani, so um, we were equally unpopular among the um, the, 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 the northern Indian Chandigarhian um, <laughs> employees. Um, and they actually used to talk about us, um, thinking that the Pakistani guy couldn't couldn't understand them. The, the Pakistani guy is just feeding you. Yeah. They're actually yeah. not saying anything like this yeah. at all. I used to I used to wear this sort of trench coat to work that I thought was pretty trendy at the time. It was sort of around the time that Twilight came out. Um, and uh, I was also on some very heavy acne medication that sort of, I'm already, I'm already very white and, Robert and, Pattinson looking. and pasty, but it, it sort of bleached my skin to, so it was almost translucent. Um, and I, I heard them one night sort of, I'm not going to do an Indian accent, but sort of there's some words that they don't have in Hindi and, some of those words include Edward Cullen and Twilight Saga. And I heard that sort of peppered in throughout the conversation. I sort of turned around and said, I, I know you're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they didn't stop. So Have you seen the Twilight Saga? Uh, I saw like half of one once. And I was yeah. like, this is so bad. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I saw the first one. I was a big, pa- big fan of it at the time. But um, yeah, it didn't go past the first. Yeah. We were... Yeah, speaking of those tough movies, me and my housemate Tommy were watching uh, Goblet of Fire last night, Harry Potter, which which Sam Sam Martin's not a fan of, but fuck, I, I was like loving Harry, it. I don't like Harry Potter either, but You're kidding. I wouldn't have said that it's in the same domain as... I've got a few uh, rules for movies that I watch. Um, I don't like anything sort of supernatural or sort of fantasy world, and I don't like anything set probably before 1930. 
I'm a yeah, I'm a big one for not liking like old stuff. Yeah. So yeah. films that were made old or films that are set old. Films set old. Films that are set old. I just have no yeah. interest in it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like the old uh, like when unless you... you went really far back and went say you know maybe like Troy or something like that. What about um What about the uh, the one with Leo when he's the um, slave guy? Um, Slave Go. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a good movie. Yeah. Oh, okay, movie. I think that's far enough back, which is good. Yeah. But yeah, stuff which is just old and that's shit. A, that's yeah. a good movie. I like futuristic stuff. Yeah. Pretty cool. You know what I like? I like movies where at the start they get like, they're going to die and it's them trying to survive. So you, 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 like, you like non-linear functions where they show you the end of the movie first? No, no, no. Or? Like um, like a guy, there's a movie where he's on the, um, the Juice, snow. Juice Bigelow? <laughs> He's on the snow. He's on the he's on the chairlift, and then the, the chairlift all closes, and he's like 100 meters above the ground. Oh, chairlift two. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> or like um the deep blue ocean where like they're the scuba divers and the scuba divers the other ones drive back and they get lost in the ocean. Cast away. Can we go back to that last movie? What were we talking about? The chairlift. Just uh, movies where they're inevitably going to die. It's like um survival. What happens movies. in the end of that? <laughs> like the Grey. You see the Grey? Spoiler alert. The Grey with um oh, Liam Neeson. Nah. Yeah. Oh, was that with the um the wolves? Yeah, that's not as good. But inevitably they're going to die. It's just them trying to survive. Well, don't give it away. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on? Here? Also, any, anything set in space, I don't fuck with either. So, oh, really? Yeah. Interstellar? Does, does, oh, Interstellar's the exception. That made no sense. The it's, Martian? It's just, it's just don't rare. let me leave, Merv. It's, they're just rarely well done, like, yeah. in my opinion. Like, what good director wants to do a movie? Do you know what I don't like? Space? The one with Julia Roberts and George Clooney when they're going to space? Apollo something. Pretty Little Woman? Pretty <laughs> 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 Little Woman? Aaron Brockovich, that's the one. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Oh yeah, fuck it's it's um. Oh, yeah, there's this one scene. Gravity, where, gravity, gravity. Yeah, gravity that is a shocking sure movie. Yeah, um, that that one with um, Matt Damon where he's like the using the potatoes and stuff like that. It's good also movie. really good. Yep. But then he becomes the bad guy in Interstellar. Oh, true. And you're like, oh, didn't see that coming. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Mm. That's all I got. So not a fan of those. No, not a fan. Okay. No. What is your favourite movie? Oh, so, we, well, that's what we love that question on the show. So I'm actually a, a huge fan of Bend It Like Beckham as a as a movie. Um, it's got a great soundtrack and also has. Yeah. It's got the best scene in any movie of all time. The cricket is, one. Uh, it's when Jess and her best mate, the bloke, um, are sitting in the park together. Oh. And um, yep. he reveals all. And, he, and she's like, "Oh, they just won't let me play football." And he, he's, she's like, "Oh, I just want to play like Bex." And he goes, "Yeah, I love Bex." And she goes. Yeah, who wouldn't love Beckham? And he goes, no, Jess, I really love Beckham. (laughs) (laughs) So him coming out? He he comes out in that scene and then they just cut to the next scene and they don't address it for the rest of the movie. I really love Beckham too. Of course you do. No one can cross a ball or bend it like Beckham. No, Jess. I really like Beckham. How good is... um, I used to have a massive crush on her. Kira Knightley. Yeah, Kira yeah. Knightley. Not anymore. Oh, I grew up. Got a bit oh. older. Yeah, okay. Like when I was like fourteen or thirteen, I thought she was just you know mm. amazing. And Mandela Beckham. Yeah, it's a good film. Let's talk about well. the um, the Indian family coming to England and how they, you know, it's reminiscent of your trip to India. <laughs> did you meet? Did you meet them? 
A lot of yeah, Indian but, references. You worked at a Beyond India. You went to India. You you like Bender like Beckham. The cast of Bender like Beckham actually met me at the airport. Was <laughs> <laughs> Beck's there? Good film. Yeah. I always get that film and my big fat Greek wedding mixed up for some reason. <laughs> that is so racist. It's not funny. <laughs> so racist. Could be any culturally more culturally different. No. Nah. <laughs> Greek and Indian culture. No. Nah. Uh, okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I make land. <laughs> That's a shit movie too. What's wrong, Hoops? I'm fat, short, and don't know anyone who could build me a house. House, eh? What about Elliot Constructions? Who? Elliot Constructions. Best carpenters in the business. They'll sort you out for your house. What about the fat and short thing? Yeah, sorry, buddy. Can't help you there, mate. So, uh, I thought I would hand over the reins this week with uh, impersonation of the week. So, Sam Moten, Moto. Hello, Moto. If I give you a couple, do yep. you mind uh, giving them to us? We can give them a whirl. Yeah. Okay. See how they turn out. I might need a couple of takes, but um, That's don't, right. don't want to break the fourth wall. But yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, now, can you do uh, Ross Trevor, PE teacher of the last, what, 50 years, Glenn O'Barney? Um, so has this come from someone? Has someone requested yes, this? Yes, uh, this is from Marcus Quinn. See if you can do him while on Indian pilgrimage. <laughs> <laughs> Watching ben- Bennett like Beckham. No, I haven't actually got a great herbs, but he, he sort of, he was always talking about his year 11 gorillas. <clears throat> My year 11s always come up to me and they say, herbs, how have you, how, how have you coached 10 world championships in volleyball? And I tell them, boys, it starts at training. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that is horrible. I've never done an herbs in my life. I don't know why he always talks about the upper year level. If you're in your 11s, more your 12s. Yeah, yeah. loves his year 12s. Um, Please cut that one. Yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, all right, this one you're famous for. Yep. Former St Kilda and Fremantle coach Ross Lyon. Yep. So Give it to us. You got a player. You got a coach. <laughs> you got a football club. Those three things, they're all equally important. And I look at Sydney 2005, Paul Roos, Sydney, Jude Bolton, huge off-field leader. (laughs) 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 You set your structures at the start of the year and you you work within that. And Liam Joe has just been been hit with with, uh, brandishing a machete in in Alice Springs. And that's a a troubling situation, but you don't punish the play. You, you, You punish the action, you... You understand the behaviour. You put an arm around him and tell him, Liam, we love you, uh, we respect you, but we don't condone that type of behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Why is Liam Jarrah <laughs> getting a pet talk from Ross Lyon? <laughs> Indian pilgrimage, of course. <laughs> so I, when I, I've, I've been wor- working on that sort of in the car on the way. I've been listening to a lot of Triple M. I've been loving Ross Lyon in the media. Um, hate him, despise him as a coach. But um, Really? Yeah, I don't want him at North Melbourne. Yeah, I don't really want to watch five years of, of Ross Lyon-style um, football, but I sort of debuted that impression at the Feathers Hotel to uh, Ruben Lane, shout out, and, uh, and Mitch Sutcliffe. And Mitch said, yeah, look, great impersonation, mate, whatever. Um, Rubes has agreed. And then I've done it again later in the night and Rubes has gone, yeah, before... Like, it doesn't really sound that much like Gary Lyon. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the sort of mate that, that Rubes is. Um, yeah. He'll just, he'll back in. Um, From the hills and back. Yeah. Uh, should we just run through some of the questions that have been sent through? Well, I just thought on the subject of footy, mm. 
and uh, in the three week hiatus, we had the Brownlow. Mm. Um, someone at the table here, maybe two people at the table here, try to start a, a rumor and circulate it around the. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, can I get it up? Because um, yeah. because I sent it to my um, my year level group. Who was it, Uncle? Uh, so, uh, do you want me to read it out? <laughs> do, you, do you want to tell us a story? Well, so we were getting messages throughout the day about, you know, that Dusty Mart, oh wait, that um, Petrarca was going to win or Boke was going to win. And always there was shit mail going and, around and about things. Just, they were just screenshots that were just sent through and everyone knew that Lockie Neal was going to just absolutely <laughs> always, always ending in, hey mate, please don't send this yeah. to anyone else. <laughs> so, so we were at the uh, Rocks function and we thought, hey, how about we start our own rumour and let's just screenshot it and send it around and see what happens. So I... I wrote um, in a message and sent it through to say, hey, mate, don't send this to anyone, but due to quarantining rules, my uncle shared a room with Gil McLaughlin in the hub. Long story short, one night while my uncle was just chilling in his room, a man with a briefcase rocked up to the room and told him to give the case to Gil. Anyway, he had a quick look in the vote in the case and it was the Brownlow votes. He saw... <laughs> And somehow slip the yeah. uh, grasp of the armor yeah. guard uh, guards that bring it in every, every <laughs> Just, year. Here's your case. Um, he saw Dustin Martin wins. Please don't tell anyone. Cheers. <laughs> so What's his name? Uncle Johnny. Uh, so we changed the name to, yeah, in the phone to Uncle John. Uncle John. <laughs> yep. So then, so it was your Uncle John's uncle. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we didn't. Yeah, we didn't get around. Figure that one out too quickly. And I um I did get it come back to me. So yeah. Do a full revolution. And someone did send that back to me. So so I sent it to I sent it to Will. And Will sent it to a, uh, a few, uh, one of the, a couple of his um, just group chats. And then, I think it found its way to the cricket club's group chat. And they sent it back to Will. And then sent it back to Will. <laughs> and apparently it was, D-Mac gets these tips from these blokes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> apparently they're pretty good. Yeah. So he didn't win, unfortunately. Mike's did one as well, I think. No, I didn't. <laughs> all right. Good stuff. Uh, all right, so we've got a few questions sent through from the listeners. Not surprising. Yeah. On the, as soon um, as they found out you were coming on, mate, the, the things flooded through. So he's a cockhead. Uh, go fuck <laughs> yourself. Yeah. Just stuff like that. But we, we've weeded through it and we've okay. found some good stuff. What so, about Aaron Phillips saying, fuck, I didn't think you had Ja Rule on, but I'm happy with Moda. <laughs> also love Moda. <laughs> Shame. Talk us through uh, your friendship with Ja Rule. Yeah, I was actually pretty keen to tell this one. So yeah. Um, a few years ago, uh, I think it was the day we got back from Falls, um, Mitch Sutcliffe and myself spotted some VIP meet and greet tickets um, to meet Ja Rule. He was, at the time, fresh out the pen um, on some tax evasion charges and um, was touring Australia. So it was only like 20 bucks extra to meet him. <laughs> so we... He we, didn't, didn't declare that, did he? No. And oh, it was cash payment um, to a bloke in the HQ car park. But... Um, what would I be without my baby? It was it was a great night. Um, Gilbo was there. Um, there was a fair crew there, but we the meet and greet was in the sort of old Newmarket Hotel in the front of the front of the venue. We were sort of parked near there most of the night, so Mitch and I were the, the first in. And um, I was pretty drunk at that stage because it was I think from memory about 30, 39 degrees. It was hot in there. I was wearing my um, there. yeah nice. I was wearing my hip hop clothes, which. Uh, we all wore a basketball singlet, so... Basketball singlet uh, over a t-shirt and a backwards hat. Um, and a, Bit of a chain. And a big pair of baggy cargo shorts. <laughs> uh, cargo pants, sorry. And uh, yeah, so I was first in and I was pretty keen to ask him about if he'd ever sort of hooked up with Ashanti because they, they have a few songs <laughs> together. 
Those always always on time is a is a favourite of mine. Um, rain was that them? Yeah. Testing murder me. rains. Testing me now. Mesmerise. Yeah. Murder rain. And um, so. Uh-huh. Ja rule, baby. baby. <laughs> What's up, mum? How you been? I know, I know. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Girl, you're still those eyes. Shout out to G Unit who I used to go to school with. You just did the best Ja Rule impression. I thought you just doing a shout out to G Unit. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty cent, Lloyd Banks, yeah. listening. Yeah. So um, I've I've ambled up to Jar Rule and there was sort of a bench seat behind him and I've sat on that, um, sort of tripped into it and um, he's going, let's take the photo standing up, man. Like, <laughs> Those hips. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what did he yeah. say about the Ashanti thing? Did he? Have- so I'm I'm getting to that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you just skipped over it. And so as I've stood up, I've we've taken the photos. Like, yeah, cool, man. And I was like. I sort of started a little bit. I was like, a, a, a shanty. And he's like, what, man? Those <laughs> <laughs> oh, hips. And um, I, I just fucking bailed. Um, and then, so the worst part was, so me, me and Mitch were the first two, got our photos, and then we just went out the front door. We had these people looking at us weird. And then the next day in the paper, I saw that, or probably the day after that, saw that Ja Rule was in the front bar pouring people shots till like, one, two in the morning, and they they sort of kicked on together. So missed opportunity, but um, mm. I think he was probably not too pleased with me after the Shani content. Who do you reckon was the weird people looking at you? The photographers, like I think just like the security that they had there, just being like, "Why are you leaving? Yeah. You've paid extra for a VIP event." But you just I think we, we sort photo. of read it was like a meet and greet and a photo. Yeah, so I've never actually done a meet and greet before. Probably won't ever do it again. So you, you probably still got your money's worth. One hundred percent. Yeah, I've got a lot of lot of mileage out of that. Twenty dollars to meet Jaru. I'd as, pay as I said, I, I, th- I think he was he was quite desperate for money. Oh, he'll point. probably take it again after that fire festival uh, fiasco that went yeah. on. Yeah, oh, he'll be back. Fucking oath. Uh, we'll run through some questions that we've got. Um, Lucy Olsen sent through. Are you the rat? No, Lucy Olsen is the rat. Oh, um, oh, what? She's working. She's working. I'm, and I'm. I don't want to throw any. Dirty, unwanted allegations dirty here, laundry. But, but Geordie Lyons has to be involved <laughs> oh we know he is <laughs> McVan's got something going on there too yeah. so the rat yeah group of guys working 9 to 5 <laughs> okay, we're not using that word um, we work 9 to 5 and we've got a bit of a crew and um, someone infiltrated our Facebook uh, Instagram group one day and uh, allegations have been thrown around since as to I could not be further from the rat I just want that in the public record was that yeah. someone that like posted someone's dinner uh, I think yeah, it doesn't matter. McVan, yeah, I, I don't know what... It, McVan's the rat, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I've got the next one. Um, J-Mac, Justin McInerney's asking, over under 3.53s on Monday. Um, well, it depends if the game's pre- <laughs> I, I, che- I, I, I check the game's at like 9.45 again. Well, We're not playing. <laughs> we'll probably, probably get the under. Where are these games? Um, Mars. So you have to fly there to get there. <laughs> Zing. Uh, you yeah. got any uh, crap? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Is that, um, is that Lordy's? Are you going to say that's wrong? Yeah. Has he got any uh, crap? Um, no, I don't, rat. Uh, oh, oh no, that's no, an accusation. Uh, take, take that back. Alex, Alex uh, Kelly. Alex Kelly says, do you like French toast? I do like French toast. Um, Kel is mischievously bringing up an incident in Melbourne a few years ago where um, he 
basically scone me in the face with the biggest piece of French toast <laughs> I've ever seen, and there was fucking eggs and shit all over me. The footy truth, and I can still smell it on my face. So, Eggman. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Kel. Nick Dinham wants you to do your favourite Dennis Cometti quote from AFL Live 2004. I'm not going to do that. Um, oh, I'm not in his voice, but my favourite one is it's like a Melbourne Melbourne tram. Everyone got on and nothing got paid. Yeah. He actually only said, what's your favourite quote? But I tried to get yeah. <laughs> fresh it out here. You bastard. Uncorking uh, the genie. Uncorking the genie. That's pretty good. Tim Lewis wants to know, are you a bigger North supporter than Waterfall? I'm Waterfall, by the way. Hey, Waterfall. Um, I, I don't know. We're, I, I don't, think close. It, don't think it's a contest. No. We're pretty um, similar. But you, if you, you had to choose one. Are you, are you a... Far out, North Melbourne supporter. You got a bit of crows as well. Uh, I've got a bit of a soft spot for the crows, yeah. but it's I've got no soft spot, so yeah, probably me. I fucking hate them so much. The crows, <laughs> anti crows um, group right here. Yeah, I'm actually in an anti crows group chat. I think uh, you, you, I were, was, you, you guys were I, as I, well. I bailed. No, I'm <laughs> and, still in there. And then, it, then it's waiting my time. It's, it's morphed into a Port Adelaide group yeah, chat. Yeah, that's of, what I, the, the issue I had with that group was that it, it was it was all about it started when the crows lost the grand final, coming together as anti crows fans, and then it just turned into. Just heaps port it's supporters. Morphed into something way dangerous, which is yeah. just a port group chat. Yeah, yeah. so I, I bailed out. So, um, yeah, non shout out to them. Is that next on me uh, or you? Um, yeah, me. Dan Carbone. Carboni. The, the carb or the bone. Um, is, he, is he looking for tips for his triceps? or? He actually wants to know how many inches are your biceps. Yeah, okay. Um, good question. Um, he can help me measure him next time I see him if he yeah. wants, but um, yeah, huge. Let's say, let's say massive. Chanel wants to know, Chanel Saleh wants to know, was meeting Ja Rule the best night of your life? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, it was. It's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually, Biggest celeb you've ever met, would you say? Uh, definitely on an international scale. Yeah, definitely. Yep. yep, I'd have to say that. There was also the night um, when Ashton Agar was um, batting in the ashes <laughs> and he almost made a tonne. And there was a group of piss blokes in the in the Saracens, probably about twenty of them, and I, I convinced them that um, Ashton Agar's nickname was Motor, and so they were just chanting Motor, Motor <laughs> for the whole night in the pub. <laughs> that was that was pretty sick, if not um, undeserved praise. So I was at your house that night, Waterfall. Yeah. We were playing Ricky Pot and Cricket 2004 with Homshi. <laughs> That's and right. She was but she yeah. was had to go because she had work the next yeah, day. Yeah, he was a bit tired. Study. Uh, Tom Wortley says. Tell the story about playing mini league at halftime of a Geelong game. Uh, Is that true? <laughs> I think uh, I think he might have his wires crossed there. <laughs> he did put at Diesel, which is you. <laughs> at so Diesel, yeah, okay. We got confirmation it is you. <laughs> Not a bad stitch up if you just made that up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, come on, tell the story. I, I don't know if there is a story. Okay. Um, I will get back to you on that. Big one. top buffer. Yep. What happened the day you got your license back and drove for the first time? Oh, let's cut that out of the podcast. <laughs> I was just reading. Fuck off. No, way. what happened? I had a car crash. <laughs> Jesus. A bit like this podcast. <laughs> so that'll bring an end to our show. Thank you very much uh, for coming on, Moto. What do you think? No problem. Absolute pleasure. Um, very welcoming environment here. So, Have we asked Moats enough about his own life? Do we need to? Was yeah. it good? I, How's it been? I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> enjoy not, it? Not really much to ask, so no, it's good. That's you, all right. You want to you continue on the committee next year? Uh, yeah, so this is the official announcement. I will the shout-out committee? We'll be continuing on uh, all committees next year. Good. That's huge. That's huge. That's an exclusive. Um, <laughs> anyway. Jesus. Wrap it up, boys. <laughs>
wrap it up. You can hear uh, Tommy O'Malley in the background trying to yeah. give us his peace of mind. Yeah, the episode sucks, he, wants, he wants to turn the TV back on. Um, all right, let's run through the shout outs that we've got today. Anyone that you wanted to shout out that you didn't get a chance to, actually? Uh, no, not, not really. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the only people who get shout outs is you, anyway. So. And no, I'll shout out myself, actually. Yeah, Dins and Tarks usually um, puts a question in, so um, I don't think he has just yet. So we'll give him a shout out. Uh, shout out. We, we, we asked the question, who wants a shout out? And Hamish Massey just said me. So. Yep. Shout outs to uh, Noodles Massey. Yes. The, um, have you got Have you got another key for the uh, for the old beach house? Yeah, he sent that one in from Celix Beach. We can, we can track that. <laughs> I'm going to a wedding at Celix tomorrow. I might pop in. Shout out. He'll be there, mate. Don't worry about that. Oh, yeah. um, Murphy Short wants to give a shout out to the X-Man. Is that the official one? Um, That's the official from, one. From the rocks. Uh, yep. Murphy's a big fan of the X-Man and shout his work. X. <laughs> Who isn't? Uh, Charlie O'Malley wants to give a shout out to Dickie Wilde He's a great man yeah, Dickie Wilde is a great man Dickie Wilde is a great man Isn't he just uh, Who you got there D-Mate? Luke, Luke Turner To uh, role players with like four Zs And at Dan at Moats Thanks for having us, boys, for that one game. If you can, if you can make the games a little bit earlier, hold tight to all the boys that hold it down when it's uh, a 10 p.m. game. Me and um, yeah, so we me appreciate and, that. Me and Moats used to play together in a previous team, the Sweaty Virgins. So um, highly successful team. <laughs> we have a bit of a chemistry on the court where uh, I just dribble it down and pass to Moats, and that's that's about it. He I've shoots. Got, I've got some footage of um, Gilbo playing a bit of straight ball stuff that I'll probably send through to the uh, shout out. We might have to chuck that on the. Yeah. Uh, Is that the one where he falls over and stands back up? <laughs> it's it's he doesn't. It's not falling over if you do it on purpose. But <laughs> yeah, 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 fair yeah. enough. Um, and a little. Um, Easter egg on that one is that uh, the person defending is actually Jasbo Valley. Oh, hoops. It was my, real, my nemesis. It was a hoop showdown. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I uh, guess who won that one? Footy. Original. Original uh, hoops. Absolutely. Footy trip with the boys. Uh, we got Jack Johnson. Wants a, wants a shout out for himself, which is quite selfish. Uh, has a new album coming along Jack Johnson. <laughs> Say, was a good girl. Peter Peter patted out the window. No, you're not doing it properly. <laughs> to the Peter Patters. Uh, Tulio wants to give a shout out to uh, Guido Spinner. The great man. A spinner's old man. The uh, captain of North Adelaide's old man. I hope he's going all right. Yep. Uh, he was here last weekend, wasn't he? Oh, no. Guido? Guido. <laughs> <laughs> Son of? Son of G. Old the big Sog. Old yeah. Sog. <laughs> Sogsy. <laughs> Sogsy. Shout out to Sogs as well. <laughs> Shout out to the Sog. I might let you have a go at the next three because I don't really understand <laughs> what's them. going on. Uh, just the next two, actually. Um, I got... Shout out for my sister, so she would like a shout out. So shout out to Saz. Let's give shout one to Saz. your sister as well, Hannah. Yeah, shout out to Hannah. Yep. Yeah. Stacey, Phoebe, throw them in. Yep, absolutely. Um, and Mark Evans has shout out, shout out to Muru. So Muru was um, a lecturer that we had at uni. So we used was, to. Was, was he the guy that always brought it back to examples about cans of Coke? Uh, he, I think he taught law because oh, we went to yeah. uni together for, yeah. we, he had um he, he he was like a indian had like really um gray hair so yeah. what what we did you we, work with him at beyond india <laughs> no actually he might have been on the naan bread yeah. station <laughs> so we used to um what we used to do we religiously we, we would go to the lecture before in the same thing and then he was straight after yet we never would hang around for his so every time we were walking out the lecture theater he would walk past and we just you know give him the high five <laughs> the way. good luck with the fucking lecture champ Oh fuck! Shout Actually, out to Maru. Oh, that reminds me of um, at uni once when uh, 
we were walking into our accounting um, lecture and uh, the accounting teach, um, lecturer thought that it would be a good idea to just whip out the newspaper and start reading it whilst walking, which is a fucking <laughs> ballsy move to start with. That's a boss move. That's a yeah. big dick energy move. So he, he's just walking and reading the paper, like, you know, full, just, you know, not even just like, you know, the one page. He's got it, you know, double-handed out. Broadsheet. And, yeah, and he is just walking, walking, like <laughs> looking at the paper and there's three little steps that just lead down into the hall and he has just fallen <laughs> straight down them head first. <laughs> What he wanted to do? Keeping the pain. <laughs> exactly and, what he wanted to do. Oh, and he's and we've gone into the lecture theatre and have not stopped laughing for the next fifteen minutes. He's got scuffs all over the pants. Like he's still got the newspaper. Fuck me. All right, uh, and that's all the shout-outs. So uh, yeah, brilliant. So that brings an end of uh, today's show. I got a shout out. Yeah, mate. So you work in real estate. Yep. Um, I reckon we would have announced episode four, episode five that Spud was moving in next door. Tim Bacanello. Tim Bacanello was moving in just a couple of houses down. That would have been June. <laughs> he bought long, it a while ago. That's a long yeah. settlement. Is that a long yeah. settlement? Possibly yeah. issues with finance there. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't want to speculate. Anyway, so um, <laughs> Spudley's uh, moved in three houses down. Let's give him a shout. A shout. Spud! <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, you going, mate? You're not bad. <laughs> do, you wanna, do you want me to bring a Pavlova around, mate? Or? Come on around, mate. Oh, that's good gear. All right. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night. Yeah.